Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 232. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, it's Tristan. What's up, Spike? Welcome back, baby. Back in the building once again, and uh, we already got Slackers in the building commenting. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you all being here with us, rocking with us, being a part of the show. Starting off with moms, happy Super Bowl week, everybody. And definitely, you know, the big topic for today, uh, we'll be making our predictions for the Super Bowl. And later on, we'll be handling our Super Bowl scores as well, which I know everybody I see so far on here is invested in. So <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Um, we got Unk. Hello from Texas, Unk. Bye-bye. Welcome in. Good evening to Pops. And uh, Unk is already ready for the uh, predictions, but we'll definitely be, be uh, you know, making those known later. We also got Kelly in the building. Yep. Happy Tuesday. So that's what's up. Um, uh, before we get started, as always, I'd love to check in, Strizzy, uh, and just uh, see how you're doing today. Yeah, man, you know, good, good. Uh, you know, bittersweet, you know, into the football season, you know what I mean? We wait for it all year, and, it, and then, you know, it's, it's gone like that, it feels like, you know what I mean? But... Well, you know, hanging in there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what about you? Yeah, same. You know, it's it's funny um, that you mentioned it like that because, honestly, I do. I have, like, a love-hate relationship with the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. You know, it's really cool and it's exciting to see who's going to win. But at the end of the day, too, like, especially, you know, my team hasn't been in it for a very long time, right? Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's just not kind of the same because it's also, like, that bittersweet of, like, all right, well, football season is officially over now. Nothing to look forward to for another six months or whatever it is. So, that part of it, you know, that part of the stuff. So you know, it's funny. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. You know, what I'm saying like not having my team in for a really long time, or having to watch them lose twice in the last, you know, what I'm saying 20 years True. or whatever. You know, what I'm saying so. You know what I mean? It's like your team ain't been in. I've had to watch mine lose twice. So it goes both ways, huh? Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Um, also, want to welcome in Stephanie Washington. She's been um, live on the scene already. So I'm um, interested to see how her Super Bowl week has started off so far. Uh, definitely welcome to the show and then we got to add our third panelist our brother mr mad marcus let's check in with our boy what's good what up dog what's up what's up what's up fellas y'all can hear me okay yeah what's up man we're chilling man we here though we know we're always on the road lately so (laughs) (laughs) that's what's up brother just be safe out there and definitely we love to have you when we can so appreciate you beaming in and uh, I, I definitely want to get your topics or your your takes on the Super Bowl, but also uh, our our kind of golf segment later too. So I'll just have a little teaser there. But um, yeah, we definitely need your input on that. So let's go ahead and get this thing rolling, though. Uh, let's kick it off with our first topic. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune to NFL, NFL talk. talk. Let's get it. All right, so NFL talk, uh, you know we're going to be talking the Super Bowl between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but I, I, I want to make our predictions later on in the show. And as I mentioned before, we are going to be doing our Super Bowl squares drawing. So we're going to be actually filling in the grid um, as far as like the numbers on the grid. And we'll all get to find out what our Super Bowl numbers will be uh, today because the board is completely full. I know if you've been with us in past seasons, sometimes we've done like a 50, sometimes we've done like an 80. But this time where we got the full 100 sold. So uh, very exciting times with that. Um, but for now, I just wanted to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. And um, before we make our predictions, though, just what are you guys looking forward to? And have you guys seen like kind of the opening week stuff so far at all? Uh, nothing too, too much. Uh, I think one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to was like, you know, it's, it's, it's two of the best teams that yeah, that are they're in, they're in it. You know what I mean? I think So I think that's one of the biggest things is, Talk about the 49ers from week five about how they're on a one-way track to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And, and here they are. You know, some some ups and downs, more ups and downs, but here they are. And then, you know, Kansas City, you know, I know I for sure never thought they'd get all the way back. And it just the offense has been so sluggish. But as long as you got Pat Mahomes and, and that defense, you know, so playing the way it is, you know, they're back in there too. So um, I'm just expecting a really good game. I don't think it's going to be – I'm hoping it's not, you know, a, a low-scoring game because I think both of these teams can can put some points on the board. So it should be a really, really good one. And it's a rematch, too. So I know 49ers are probably going to come a little harder than they did last time. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been cool. I don't know about this little pre stuff. I don't like that. Like, I don't want to see y'all. I want to talk to y'all. So yeah. I'm a little old school with that kind of stuff. I don't like that. But the other thing about it is they – I forgot until I heard the, they booed uh, Kelsey and Mahomes and them. I forgot they were in that rival – Stadium, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's going, it's going, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a Niners home game because they're going to be getting booed the whole time. So 
So it's either going to mess with them or it's going to fuel them to even win in their rival stadium, you know. So that might be a cooler thing to that. But they're going to get booed the whole time probably during the Super Bowl. So it, it could be good. And it, could, it could fuel – it could fuel – like the Fort Hawks going to be mad about it. Can they fuel them to beat them or it could help them. So we'll see what, what happens. But that was yeah. kind of – I kind of thought about that when I said them again. But somebody's getting booed. I said, oh, it's a rivalry. So I see that. So. <laughs> She's about to win a Super Bowl in the uh, Raiders Stadium before they even make it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But, no, I haven't seen too much of it either. But I get what you're saying, Marcus, too, with the old school part. It's like they got these guys, like, facing off or kind of, like, you know, coming yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of weird. Like, I get to make a, a big thing of it. But, like, the players are all, like, filming. Like, they're here and stuff. But I'm like, I would kind of want the players to be more focused. Like, do that afterwards. Like, don't celebrate yeah. that just getting here, you know. Um but it's definitely interesting. Uh, Stephanie Washington said the Super Bowl media day was awesome. Nearly 24,000 people in attendance. And that's crazy just to basically see everybody walk out and then see the players like in their individual sections answering questions. That's that's pretty dope. Um, she does say, though, I don't care for either team. Can't stand the 49ers fans at media day. They booed and jeered every time the Chiefs were getting interviewed. And so, Marcus, like you were kind of saying, those those, uh, you know, fans out there, whether it was Raiders fans, 49ers fans, both were just not uh, not feeling the the Chiefs, so that's very interesting. Um, speaking of the Chiefs, so we got our brother Anthony Weston in the building. What's good? Welcome on to the show. Um, but yeah, this is part of the Super Bowl that kind of does get a little bit drawn out there, where it's like, all right, I'm ready for the game. Like in you know, every little game, they kind of try to to hype it up through the weekend. But I understand that you know um, they got to do what they got to do, and it is a big event. Like um, you know, everywhere you turn, it's like at the stores, it's like, this is a, you know, big game sale and all this other stuff. So I, you know, I get that part. Um, Unk says, I wish we could all go to Vegas and tailgate during the game. Anthony Weston says chiefs, the villains. That's funny. <laughs> Kelly out Stephanie. We aren't all that bad. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's funny though. Um, but yeah, but, um, interesting stuff there. Um, Mark, uh, Marcus, I did want to ask you about the Pro Bowl. I know you said you weren't kind of interested in it, but, um, you know, and I wanted to get Strizzy your thoughts too is like, do you think now that the Pro Bowl had its like second year of being flag football and I think that kind of novelty already wore off, do you think that they should just get rid of the Pro Bowl altogether and just make it like a, a list of names at the end of the year and not do anything? Or what do you think? Yeah, I should, I should, get, I should get rid of it. Let it go. I didn't watch none of it. I watched it. You know, it's going to be on Instagram, so like that. It was trash. So yeah, I don't, I don't like it no more. I, I like like the All Star game. They they try to do different things and make it exciting. The Pro Bowl, it's the end of the season. Like don't, nobody really care about that. They might watch that stuff. So I would say I would I would say get rid of it myself. So and may, maybe make it just skill challenge. Don't make it a game. Like you know all the sub skills. That's kind of cool. You know I would do it then. And that, and that that'd, that'd be about it. But I would get rid of it. Yeah. I kind of feel the same. Like the cool thing was like just the silly stuff, like them hanging out and just doing those little yeah. competitions. But the game itself is like really not really even a game. But Strizzy, what do you think? Dump it, change it, revamp yeah. it, go back. Yeah, you know, it's, I I say dump it. You know what I mean? Like I think that they they're trying to uh, you know do a little bit more like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Where it's not just the all the All Star game and you know they have the little you know things in between, right? Dunk contest, three point contest, things of that nature. Which, those are actually like, especially too, because a lot of times it's not just like skill guys. You got, you know, the big guys, you got linemen interacting and doing things. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but the game itself, like I, this is like, I think it's for the first year where I never, I didn't tune in for anything. You know what I mean? Like I didn't tune in for no skill stuff. I didn't tune into the game at all. I didn't watch like nothing. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, even like last year and I tuned in, it was for very, very short before I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like, I'm, I'm just not with it. I get it. You know, I think what a lot of people don't realize is the Pro Bowl is really more so kind of a, uh, it's more of a gift to the players and their families. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, I know a lot of times we look at it as like another, you know, thing for us fans, but it really is a gift to the players and their families. You know what I mean? They, they, they gift them with those play tickets. They pay for everything. So, um, I, I get it from that aspect, but like it really is whack. It's kind of it's kind of whack, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's not it's not entertaining anymore. It's not really fun to watch. So, you know, I I, I kind of hope maybe they try to figure something else out. But it's also a little bit different because football is just so much more dangerous than you know any other sport. You know what I mean? So right, you know they they got a, they got a tough you know tough road ahead to kind of figure out how they want to play this. But I just haven't really been much of a fan lately of it. Yeah. 
And I'm sure the numbers that, you know, reflect that sentiment that you're talking about, Strizzy, that it's just, you know, not the same anymore. Definitely gone are the days where they actually suited up, you know what I'm saying, put helmets on. And, like, Sean Taylor, like, I think about that every year. Yeah. He's Sean Taylor, like, him taking out the punter, like <laughs> – but it's kind of like guys like him that would actually go full speed amongst everybody else that kind of ruined it. Like they're like, all right, we gotta, we gotta stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I miss that. You know, it used to be, it used to be really cool. You know, and you'd see the different jerseys and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. But yeah, different helmets and stuff. Like, yeah, definitely long gone now though. You think they start going to Hawaii? Maybe that's will change up too because people like look forward to going to Hawaii too for like a vacation. Exactly, exactly. I think so. I think the NFL did get a little bit cheap. You know, it wasn't doing the same numbers out there. It was more expensive to go out there and travel out there, you know, so they started doing it in Orlando and doing it in different places where it's like, that's cool, but it's not the same because it used to be kind of more like you're saying, Strizzy, like a gift. And it's like, oh, this is like a re- like a little kickback after the season, you know, exactly. take my family. Now it's just not quite the same. So, yeah. Um. Good stuff, though. Anthony Weston says they should just make it for rookies. Like, they'll just be going hard. They should make it for all the rookies that, like, didn't make it. Like, here's your chance to go into the <laughs> – get onto a roster or something. I don't know. Right. But they definitely need to re- revamp it some way. Um, um, a little bit of coaching news. Two, the final two vacancies of the NFL coaching carousel have been filled. Mike McDonald in Seattle. Dan Quinn uh, going from the Cowboys D.C. to the Commanders as the head coach. Um, any, I mean, we're going to have a long time and I was thinking maybe sometime in the off season, we can like grade all the coaching hires. Like maybe we each rank them and say like who we thought was the best out of the, I think there ended up being like eight new coaches coming in, but any thoughts on, on these two hires? I was surprised that he got rid of the OC, uh, Dan Quinn. So I want to see who he's going to get in there. Did he already do it? Is it Kingsbury? Yeah, it's going to be oh. Coach Kingsbury. I was kind of surprised by that, too. Um, yeah. And it was kind of funny the way he said it. Like, he was like, oh, a lot of respect for Eric being me, but we're not going to be working together here. So he kind of, like, like lightly dismissed <laughs> him, which I wonder what that means for being me because, like, a lot of the other coaching jobs have started to get filled already, right? So yeah. um, does that mean a year off for him? But I was kind of surprised by that, too. Cliff Kingsbury originally saying he was going to go to the Raiders and then switched up and it's going to the Commanders. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hate he went to the – to Rower too, because it's gonna be a hard game. Cause you know you're gonna have a defense together against us. So that's the only thing I, I didn't like that. But he he did, I think I, I give Dan Quinn. He did his thing, man. When he came to the Cowboys, he he brought a defense back. And you know I think every year when he was, we were really good, uh, we had a, a key injury that happened to a player. So he, he could he wasn't already there. So I just think that. But he he did his thing. I think he he left his his out there and. Hopefully we we get somebody in there that can do the same thing and we go from there, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Strizzy, any thoughts on this one? Did you like Mike McDonald going to Seattle? Oh, I loved it. Honestly, I think it's, it's, it's I think Mike McDonald getting hired from Seattle is actually the the best overall coaching hire of, of pretty much all teams, every team. You know what I mean? Um, with with Panthers being second, but we'll, you know, we'll see how it works. But yeah, I think Mike McDonald was huge. Um, I, I think you know you. The offense has been kind of working in Seattle, you know, over the last two years. Um, so now you have a defensive-minded coach. I think to bring the defensive side to that to that team back. Um, so I, I think that's just a really, really big one. Not, I'm not a huge fan of the Dan Quinn in Washington. I think I almost think like he should have. I don't know. Either just taken, either just stayed in Dallas if he could as DC, or you know, waited out one more year. I, you know, I'm I'm not sure how he's going to feel about the the Washington job. You know what I mean? But. But we'll see. Um, you know what I'm saying? I you know, just wasn't a big fan of it. Not really sure how the how the fit's going to work there. Um, especially because they just <laughs> got done giving up two of their best defensive pieces. Right. Was, you like know, literally so, just traded them. Yeah, exactly. So so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, you know what I mean? Like, when you're being, you know, but from, from his point of view, my, if I can go from being a DC to a head coach, why wouldn't I do that? Um, but it's going to suck, I think him waiting to the end to kind of figure some things out, I think kind of worked against him a little bit. So I, I almost would have taken a year off or, or waited until, you know, mid season to see if a better position popped up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, well, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Um, congrats, congrats either way. And he, he was huge in Dallas in Dallas over the last couple of years, especially revitalizing that defense. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely well-earned, but not really sure how I like him in Washington. 
I kind of feel the same. Like, you know, I'll give him credit. Like, he definitely came in and did his thing and kind of reproved, you yeah. know, after, like, having the Falcons job. No, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, in the, you know, credit to him to making it to the Super Bowl, but he kind of did what he had to do, took a step back, re, you know, and we knew that eventually he was going to probably get another head coaching job. But I don't know. Yeah, is this the right one? We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting. But kind of like Marcus said, I don't like that he's, like, going to be right back in our divisions. We'll see him a lot of times. Um Real quick on the Mike McDonald, too, I think that might be the coaching steal as well. Like, I guess, yeah. you know, this guy's definitely been instrumental in that Baltimore defense and kind of revitalizing and bringing them back up to yeah. their their standard. And um, from everything that people say about him, he really can coach the game well and well-respected. So um, I like that. You know, I like that there's kind of been like like him and uh, Canales, kind of some different, you know, like yeah. different kind of flavor coming in. So I like that a lot. Um, that's what's up. I do want to welcome Grace to the show. Hello, Grace. Grace. Thanks, your Thanks jumping in. Um, Anthony Weston says, Cowboys hire Mike Vrabel as defensive coordinator and have an in-house coach. I think that would be super dope. That would be. Um, yeah, would I would be love that because I'm really surprised that he didn't get a head coaching job. Maybe he's ready to take a year off. But um, right. I wanted to pop Marcus back in here, though. Um, what do you think about Vrabel coming as a defensive coordinator? Or who would you want for the Cowboys to have as a defensive coordinator? Uh, that would be that would be awesome. Um, I think he'll he'll be good, but I think he'll be too much of a threat because you know us Cowboy fans when we we start losing a game or something, I'm trying to call for Mike McCarthy. And I think Mike Vrabel is the type of guy he wouldn't want to be in Boston like that. So I don't think he would do it. I think it would be great if he did it, but I don't think he'll take that job because he's been a head coach for them years. I don't think he's gonna go down. And just, yeah, he might he might sell a year like some guys do. Like Mike, Mike McCarthy did the same thing. He fell a year and then came back the, the following year as for a job. So I yeah. think because uh, he could have been an OC somewhere else, but I don't think he wanted to do that. And I don't think Mike Vrabel going to do the same thing. I think he's going to wait to next year and then see if he can get another job. Yeah. And there is a little bit of an advantage of waiting, like, when you know you, like, are going to be considered because then you can be that first coach or, like, if somebody gets fired midseason, you know, you, you're the first one, like, that has opportunities and all that. So, exactly. yeah, definitely interesting. Unk says Washington needs a change, but Quinn was not the answer. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. I uh, want to welcome Aunt Pam to the show. Uh, welcome in. Thanks for hey, joining me. Uh, got some Super Bowl squares for for um, for her. She got some too. So yep. we are going to do that drawing at the end of the show. So stick around. That's going to be exciting. Um, but not too much for uh, NFL talk. We'll do our official pick a little bit later. But um, for now, I think we'll go ahead and switch up and talk a little bit of um, NBA talk. Let's see what we had up here first. Oh, Embiid. Uh, thoughts on Embiid? He is he did undergo a knee procedure. He's going to be out – or he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks, so he's going to be officially out for as far as meet, meeting, like, the minimum games required to get postseason awards and stuff like that. And he's going to miss his matchup against Jokic in the, uh, in the All-Star game too. So uh, thoughts on Embiid? No, no comment. <laughs> you know, like it, everything about this situation kind of like really pisses me off, right? Like, so I understand that the NBA 100% has a load uh, management. <laughs> yeah, a load management issue, right? They definitely have a load management issue. So they need to figure out, like, you know, how to combat that because it is, uh, uh, I can't remember what game was it. I think it was a couple. It was uh, last week, I think. Lakers and Celtics played each other. And Braun and AD sat out, and Lakers ended up smacking them anyway. But, yeah. like, imagine having to pay a ticket to watch Lakers versus Celtics, and, you know, you're AD and Braun aren't playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody – no offense, but ain't nobody going to watch Austin Reeves, dog. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. I don't care how – I don't know if he's a Laker fan favorite, but no, ain't nobody going to watch Austin Reeves, man. So, like, stuff like that is a big issue, right? And now on the other side of things, you got Embiid playing through a serious knee injury where he's already had knee problems in basically his entire career, just trying to be able to stay within, you know, the MVP race because he knows he only missed 18 total games or whatever it is. So, and, and now this, you know what I mean? Like now, yet again, another year, Joe Embiid's probably going to go into the playoffs, you know what I mean? Not 100%, right? Um, and we know how pivotal he is for this team to just to even go as far as they're, they're going to go. So it, it's it's really frustrating to see, you know, a player of that caliber playing in games where he shouldn't play. Uh, coaching staff honestly should have been like, look, we understand we want you to – you, you want to play, but we're going to sit you. Because coaching staff, 
as a coach, it's your job to protect the players against themselves, regardless of whether they want to play or not. And that obviously didn't happen. And again, now look. So I just think from all over, you know, these situations, like the NBA, the players, the, the coaching staff got to do a better job at, at figuring out how these guys can continue to compete for things, the, the postseason awards, and but also keeping keeping them healthy for themselves and for the league because the league is also another league without Joel Embiid in it. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's just a lot of, a lot of crap all the way around. Yeah, I feel you, man. Um, it's true. Like, it is weird. Like, the NBA thinks that they can just solve a problem by putting that minimum game out there. And it's like, that's not really, like, solving solving the issue exactly because people are still going to find a way around it if they need to, and then other people are going to suffer from it when that wasn't their intent to sit out games or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's going to be out of that MVP race, so uh, no repeat for him for sure. Yep. Um, <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for nothing. Yeah. Um, another star that's not well, maybe not so much of a star anymore, but another player that we we recognize and love to watch, uh, kind of having to sit out a little bit more. Um, Clay Thompson benched the last few games in the basically down the stretch and in the fourth quarter. Um is this is this it for Clay? Like, is it just um that time in his career, or what do you guys think about? Uh, Clay Thompson's like recent struggles and I guess not even just recent like struggles of the last few years hmm. what do you think Marcus? It's, 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 it's wild because he was such a like a cool dude a good player great shooter and that injury he never recovered from that injury well I guess the two injuries he got the one in the finals that he was in practice and got hurt again back to back years and he yeah. never recovered from that I, I can only imagine what he's thinking Especially that that time that they were great, they were doing good. He was the he was the wingman to Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying? They was having a good time. And I can only imagine his mindset getting injured in the uh the finals, but you lost. You could have won KD would have got yeah, both would have played, y'all would have won another championship. Yeah, but you absolutely. lost that one. And then you come you making a comeback and you get injured in practice for another whole year. But mm-hmm. but you did come back and you did win another one, you know. So I guess that could help a little bit. But you still wasn't that big factor in that situation, you know what I'm saying? Andrew Regan was that guy that that did it. So yeah, uh, I I think he's. You know, I always say you never lose that jumper, you never lose that you know that stroke. But at the end of the day, I think he 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 has lost his ability to play. He's a defender too. He can't defend anymore. That's why they put him on the bench towards the end of the game. And yeah. It's not the same. And the Warriors not doing well either. So, I, I his, his psyche might be kind of messed up. You know, it's just kind of hard. You know, and of course he gonna want to probably leave and see if he can do something somewhere else. But if that happens, go somewhere else, and he's the same player, then it's gonna be even worse. So, I don't know. I think he's in a bad spot. Yeah, I uh, I, I agree with Marcus and pretty much everything he just said. Um, Two things. Uh, first of all, I love his answer. I don't know if you guys saw the the interview that they had, where he they basically asked him about you know being sat in the fourth quarter and and not finishing yeah. out games with you know guys like Kaminga and things of that nature. Um, and he was so real about it. He was like, he was like, they play great. He was like, why would I be upset about it? He's like, I love this team. Those are my guys. Um, he's like, and they played great. You know, saying those closing minutes. Um, and then they asked him again, essentially like, um, you know, like how to basically how does he feel not being like a top a top guy in the NBA anymore? And he was like, you know, it sucks. He was like, of course it, of course it sucks. Like, you know, to be one of the best players in the league to to no longer being that, like it hurts. You know what I mean? So he was he was extremely open and and, and real about it. Which it's funny because it was only like Clay Clay Thompson fashion, right? It just seemed like a total yeah. Thompson answer. Um, but I but I loved it because in a sense, like LeBron James kind of got people thinking that like everybody just supposed to be. Playing at you know at what LeBron James just never fall off yeah exactly and that that doesn't happen you know we see this you know way more often than we see guys like LeBron James you know playing damn near forty years old still averaging twenty four twenty five and you know I'm saying it's just like when is LeBron gonna fall off it almost seems like it's never gonna happen you know what I mean so 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 and that's that's the second part of it it's like most of the time like these guys are they're gonna fall you know what I mean they're gonna get to a point to where they're they're just not the the same player they were, you know, five, six years ago. You know what I mean? Even though Clay is extremely young, he's he's NBA old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so you know, there's that too. So, you know, it kind of sucks too because, like, we talk about, you know, trade Clay, trade Clay, trade Clay, but for what? Like, what are you going to get back for him at this point? 
You know what I mean? Like, you're not about to get anything too, too great. You're not going to get a first-round pick for Clay. You can't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they, he's he's literally kind of played him, played his his trade uh, his trade value extremely down. You know what I mean? So, at most, you get, like, a second-round second, second round pick for him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some 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 players off, for, you know, their, for, for, the, uh, for their bench or their future. But, you know, he's not really – you, know, you trade Clay five years ago, and it's like four first round picks. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's not that no more. So, that, yeah. that that makes it really, really tricky too. Yeah, for sure. I think my thing about it is like I agree with both of you. What both of y'all are saying, and it's like he is such a cool dude. Like I've always rooted for him. He's such like a chill personality. So, yeah. you know, I do like hope you know he, he's all good for like kind of how Marcus was saying like his psyche about it. Like yeah. because that's got to be hard. But maybe a, a new place would give him a fresh start. Um, or, you know, maybe it's just, you know, his time, but he has it, you know, can go enjoy his life and everything like that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's definitely, he's definitely, I just would wonder too, like, is he still like a hall of famer? And maybe that's another doubt, uh, another debate we can have another day, but, um, you know, if his career yeah, just think, ended as it is now, 100%. I think, I think, I think he's going to get in there. Uh, they put Ben Wallace and they put, uh, <laughs> McGrady, they put Tristan McGrady in there. They shouldn't be there. So he got to go too. So. Yeah, he'll, he'll he be is part of that history. Pick. He'll be first yeah. ballot, you know. I think, especially with especially with the NBA Hall of Fame, like likability plays such a huge he role, right? Yeah, he won't be first. Not ballot. Not he championships. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anthony West says need a Ray Allen role. Yeah. I like that. I mean, that is true. And like how Michael you said, like you never lose that jumper. Um, so you know, maybe he can go somewhere and yeah. uh, you know, kind of yeah. just. I mean, like that. That's a good. That's a really good point. I ain't think about that because Ray Allen was that was a was a Clay Thompson for her, but he went to those teams. He did those those certain shots they could hit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, a, I still credit good, him. Yeah. like that. Um, LeBron's yeah. second ring, I think, against the Spurs. Like, yeah. that's all Ray Allen because, like, yeah, he got he that. Like, he, yeah, that's facts. That's so, true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. You need that. You need that. That shot. Yeah, I put him in there. So yeah. I like I like that. I like that. Pops uh pops with his comments about uh MB figure out how to play 67 games <laughs> shouldn't be that hard. Uh, some one thing that's cool that's coming up for the all-star game, and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts and see if you guys see this, but um they're having like the court is gonna be basically like a glass court above like all LEDs, and it's gonna be able to like change and stuff like as it goes. What do you think, Marcus? No, I'm shaking your head already. <laughs> Oh, the players gonna see it, or only the people who's watching gonna see no, it? No, the players will see it too. So, like, yeah, this is some some different examples of it too. Yeah, uh, they they trying too hard, man. For the All Star game, I, I, I think so. Like to to bring the champ, like because this All Star Saturday night, like it doesn't have the same feeling, I guess, as it used to. So, I think they are trying to just try gimmicks and do different things. It's kind of right, interesting. I guess if it's doing a three-point contest, a skill challenge, and a dunk contest, maybe, yeah. But actual game, I think that would be too much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so it's not going to be the actual game, then. It's just going to be the, the skill stuff. I don't think – I don't know. I think it might be during the game, too. But I don't know if it's going to be flashing oh, okay. and changing and stuff. But I think oh, for sure they talked about it's going to be on display during the skills challenge. But I don't know about the actual game. I just don't like maybe doing something like that because the the, the court gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna feel the same because there's something under there and all that. You don't get that same feel, and you get you get injured somebody like that. So I just don't. I don't like that all that stuff, man. Yeah. All yeah. right, grumpy old man. I know. <laughs> nah, Margaret, I'm actually with you. Like, I think from an architectural standpoint, it's pretty dope, right? Like, you know, what I mean, if that if that if that was something on like the outside of the stadium where they were doing their interviews from, and they if they were doing little like you know, they do the things too, like, you know, kids come from the crowd and shoot a free throw for shirts and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be able to see it like yeah. that, from that point of view, I think that'd be really, really dope. Like, somebody put that together and you can, you know, it's just something outside that we can see. But to play on it, though, like, that's going to be, it's going to be real distracting. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they're changing colors as they're running down the court or they're changing, you know, I think that's going to be a little too distracting or whatever. But, <laughs> right, Steffi, I wish you on that players might get some vertigo or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're running on the court, it's blue, and by the time you get to the other side, it's purple. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might be might be just doing a little too much. Yeah. But, um, but I think, just, again, from like an architectural standpoint, I think it's pretty dope that someone was able to kind of, like, you know, come up with a glass court 
and throw some LEDs under it. But yeah, you know, maybe something like I said on the outside where they're doing all the interviews, or maybe like if uh if the TNT guys are, are doing the show, you know what I'm saying? Because usually who they are, like Shaq and Kenny and them, if they're outside, like if they were like on the glass court, like maybe that would be cool. Yeah. But playing art gonna be a little little distracting, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just did double check. They're not going to do the actual game on it, but they're going to do the celebrity game and then all the skills challenge, dunk contest, all that stuff. So, okay. um, but yeah, it's like, it's so true though about the floor. Like even like sometimes when the backdrop is different, like it, it affects players. Like, you know, when you, like when you can't see anything behind the backboard and there's certain things like that even. So I'm yeah. sure the court would be a lot big difference. So, but yeah, kind of interesting though that they're trying something different, but um, I don't know. Anthony Weston says going to have a bunch of people with the Apple glasses on. <laughs> Marcus, did your, you you get the pre-order or what? You going to get your pair? Hey, man, as I get older, man, I, ain't, I like my money, man. I ain't about my money. <laughs> about my money, the older I, I get. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like the uh, the VR stuff, man. I, don't, I like to be where I'm at. I see too many accidents. So I'm going a, I'm to a pass on those things. <laughs> That's a great quote. I like to be where I'm at, you know. Um yeah. No, I feel you on that though. I think if this was ten years ago, I would, I'd be wrong right. right now. Like I'd be like, or I'd be at least had my little review out there. Like I would have found the money somehow and been like over here with them already. How much? Um, how much are they? They're thirty five hundred. Heck, nah. That's crazy. <laughs> nah. That's so crazy. That's I'll so crazy. Cool. Yeah. Now, if we write it off, you know what I'm saying, and do the right reviews, maybe. But no. Nah. Uh, but like I said, like as a younger me, I would have been like, oh man, I gotta, do, I would have justified it somehow in my mind. But yeah, I can't do it. I don't know. But I would like to experience it one day. I'll, I'll have to borrow it from from a, a rich friend or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> a rich friend that uh, that uh, indulges like that. But um, all right, the only other topic for basketball is uh, that the trade deadline is coming up, and. Um, it's on Thursday, so we have a couple more days, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be as exciting as we thought, um, especially from a Lakers fan standpoint. I think they're just going to stay where they're at. Um, but a couple of these guys are, uh, you know, rumored to be involved in a potential trade. I was curious if you guys um, had anybody that you thought, like out of these guys maybe, or just anybody else that you think needs a change of scenery. Um, up here we have Jordan Clarkson, Bruce Brown, Wiggins, and then DeJounte Murray as well. But, when did Bruce Brown um, go to the Raptors? They, they did that trade with um, yeah, it was season. With Sackham? No, it was just this after this past offseason. Yeah. He was like but the only player the from the Nuggets. Oh, that was it. So maybe he did when he got Siakam. Maybe that's when he got left. I know he's on the Pacers. Got you. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know he, he was, was part of that deal, He crazy. was in that. He was in the, uh, the Siakam trade. Wow, I didn't know that. But apparently might get traded again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because a lot of people apparently are, are, are after him. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Anthony Wesson says Clay to Miami. Yeah. Hug says Levine to Warriors. I don't know about that one. I think Levine actually, he got hurt. So I don't think he's going to be traded. Yeah. Levine is going to demand too much, I think, in my opinion. I think, he, I think Levine I think Levine's going to demand too much for what he's worth. Gotcha. Was it Murray supposed to go to the Lakers? Was it talking? That about was the rumors, but apparently, I don't know. I guess, I guess that rumor mill has kind of quieted down. Um, so you don't think nobody gonna go the Lakers? You don't think nobody gonna do a trade? I think they're gonna end up standing pat, like, and they're just gonna stay with what they have. But Anthony Weston, he he's got you know he he's got some insider sources too, so maybe he'll have some different Lakers news. But I'm thinking, based on what I can see, is that they're not gonna make a big splash that they wanted to. They were looking for basically like all pro level talent and they're not going to get that back with what they have. They don't have enough cap space to try. I mean, cap like draft picks to trade either. So, um, okay. So I think they might, if anything, just try to scoop some people up after they on the waiver market. Cause you know, after the trades and people get let go or whatever, yeah. um, but I don't think they're going to make a big move. So We'll see. The Warriors, too, they were supposed to be sellers, but I don't know if they're going to even end up trading Wiggins. I don't know if his value is where it was supposed to be at or not. I'm really curious about them because they literally said fire sell except for Steph. They were like, everybody's available except Steph. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't let anyone go or went after anybody big either. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. It's pretty strange there, so we'll see. Unk says LeBron back to Cleveland. I don't see it. But they were there was funny though that people were like trying to make speculation because he used a Knicks towel the other night after the Knicks game and like, oh, is he trying to send a message to the Lakers? I'm like, that's no, that's too much. <laughs> Y'all trying a little too hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I think I'm gonna switch it up to uh our next topic. And um, I was gonna talk a little bit of baseball, but really there's not much to talk about other than we're excited and we're only a couple weeks from pitchers and catchers reporting and then spring training. So we're definitely going to try to get out to a spring training game, uh, you know, uh, next month and uh, check that out. But I did want to go to our golf topic, Marcus, so we could get your um, your thoughts on this. But Tiger Woods, he did a little bit of a teaser um, and for, you know, we're not sure because but his little teaser said, like, the vision has always stayed the same. And it said, like, 212, uh, 24. So. Interested to see what's up with that. I think it's a teaser for his new clothing line, and I don't know if you've seen this logo or heard about it, but um, Taylor Made is, you know, who he's with for his golf clubs, and apparently they're going to help him make a clothing line of his own. It's going to be called Red Sunday, I think it is, and this is supposedly the logo for it. Um, Marcus, what do you think about Tiger Woods kind of, you know, going in this direction, leaving his Nike contract and doing his thing? Uh, it's cool, but I just feel like Nike was an all-around type of thing. Tyler May is only golf, you know, so I just feel like he, he could have did him. If he, if he's going to leave Nike, maybe did his own thing with TW. That would have been his thing, like Jordan had his own thing, you know, even though he stayed with mm-hmm. Nike, but I thought right. he would stay, but I guess he's going to put all his, his things in, into golf, but I guess it's the same thing, you know. I guess golf is the same thing. But I just feel like Taylor May don't make shoes, you know what I'm saying? They don't make different things. It's just golf stuff. So I don't think they gave him a bag. So I think that's what it is. And um, he's going to stick with that. I think he, he's a billionaire. So he, I guess when well, he's in his career, he don't really care about this, that no more. So maybe yeah. he's going to go with that. But I think, I think it's going to be dope. I think he's going he gonna to do well with that. And I just don't like the – we know he played Taylor May, but we know he did other things too with golf. But now I think he's gonna be just all them. And people yeah. like me, who's a thing guy, is gonna be like, "Dang, I got to get Taylor May so to get Tiger," you know. So that's on down. So hopefully he makes it where it's, it's versatile, which I think he will, and we'll see. Because I'm not doing Taylor May stuff. So yeah, <laughs> if they're smart, you know, like Marcus just said, he basically talked about how you know Nike is so all around. If they're smart, they'll get into all the things you you mentioned that they're not. You know what I'm saying, like. It's not hard to get into the shoe game, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you know, what I mean, when you're when you're big like that, you're a big company like that. So, especially you got a name like Tucker Woods, like you know, to put his his symbol on a bunch of other things, it would be really easy for them to start making Tiger Woods shoes. It'd be really easy for them to start making Tyler, you know, probably more Tiger Woods apparel things of that nature. So, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested about it too. Um, I, I, you know, me, I'm a big Nike guy. I'm yeah. a big Tiger Woods guy. So for me, I'm like, that's kind of whack to me. Like, I don't really want to see it. Like the logo, uh, Kelly says the logo is cool. Um, Stephanie says interesting silhouette. For me, I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling it. You know, like, I don't really know like what that's supposed to be exactly or like how that's going to look like embroidered on a shirt. Like yeah. I get it's the tiger, but is it like, I don't know. I'm not feeling that. And maybe that's just like my bias. Like, cause the TW that he had with Nike was like so clean and like, that's all you need. Like, and I guess in my mind, that's what I associate him with. So I'm like, mm, this is going to be a little bit weird. But I do think it's – I want to see what he ends up making it, right? Because it's supposed to be that it's his company and then, like, TaylorMade is basically just, like, like the the going to do the production behind it almost. Like, he's, like, partnering with them more instead of just, like, being under their brand. So we'll see. Hopefully it's cool. But um, I just hope that he golfs well in whatever he's wearing and that he wins another major. Um but I don't know. Stephanie said, I thought it was eyelashes at first. <laughs> it do, it looks, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Looks like a bad mustache, Hunk says. It's just weird to me. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> just like a bad mustache. <laughs> I don't know. But Tiger, you know what I'm saying? We still love you for sure. So do your thing, man. Oh, I hope it goes well. But um, so, yeah. So that's Sunday Red. I like the name better, though, than anything. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, Sunday Red is a pretty, pretty cool name and everything. So, 
Uh, we'll look out for that. And I think he's going to be playing in the tournament pretty soon here, but he hasn't exactly announced, right? He hasn't committed to it yet. Has he, Marcus, any tournament? No. No. Okay. So I think that's the announcement he might get. Yeah, he'll probably come in here and then go from there. Gotcha. So, all right, that's what's up. Um, I think we'll go ahead and and shift back into our NFL talk, and we're going to basically do a light edition of Secure the Bag right now. And then uh, we'll make our Super Bowl prediction official, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll draw the numbers for our squares. So um, so let's get it popping. Um, we have in the Super Bowl, as we've seen, we've got the San Francisco 49ers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Since Kansas City is technically the home team, um, the 49ers are favored by two and a half. Uh, Strizzy, I'll let you lead off. Um, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, my, my heart obviously with the San Francisco 49ers, like that's who I want to win. Like, I'd love to see CMC get one. Uh, that's my dog, so you know, what I mean, like, there's just so many more. There's a lot of players on that team actually that I really, really like and enjoy. You know, what I mean, him, Debo, Fred, like, all those guys, I think, be very, very uh, deserving of winning one. But you know, but my my brain is like KC, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like, my brain, my money, like, all that stuff is like, it's it's, all, it's on KC, it's just. You know, it, it, we talked about it, you know, with, with Dak a couple of weeks ago and just talking about having a championship mentality. And if there's anything that this team has, the championship mentality. You know what I mean? And when they're when they're there, they're looking to win. They're not looking to, you know, to sell. They're not looking to, you know, we're not going to do everything we can to get the championship. Like, they're going to throw everything at the 49ers. And, and yet again, like, who better to have on your team with your starting quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? So, you know what I mean? Until, until they kind of prove us wrong, unless they're <laughs> – Going up against like my team, where I'm obviously going to pick my team. Um, I'm going with KC, man. Yeah, same here. Um, I, I'm, you know, I think it'll be a good game. I hope it's a really good game. The way that Kansas City has been playing on defense lately, the way San Francisco has been having some slow starts lately, um, specifically in the playoffs too, you know, and having to come back from behind. I just feel like the way Kansas City plays, having Patrick Mahomes having Kelsey, having those guys that have been there before, if they pounce and they take advantage of that, uh, then I see them, you know, like it's not going to be the same. I guess you can't come back on them. So I see Kansas City handling business. I think Andy Reid is a big game coach, and um, I think he gets the better of Shanahan. I think I I can't go against Kansas City. Um, And especially, though, that they're underdogs, especially minus two and a half. If we're saying uh, um, against the spread, I'm definitely going with Kansas City. So yeah. Uh, Marcus. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm gonna go Kansas City too. If if the if the point out would have would have blew out the Packers and then would have dominated the Lions, I could be like, okay, they got they 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 hungry, won it. But I just feel like they they beat inexperienced teams. Uh, they didn't really beat nobody. Which you have Kansas City beat Buffalo. They beat uh, uh, Miami is a pretty okay team. They beat. The Ravens, who we all thought was going to win Super Bowl this year, so I think that was that Super Bowl. I think that was going to be the hardest game. I think they're going to go into uh, Sunday. I think they don't I think it's going to be close at first. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be relaxed the whole game, and then when he need to go, he need to do it. I think he's going to pull away the fourth quarter, and they're going to win the game by ten. Nice. Yeah, and then um, the panel is all the same over here. Um, Let's go to the comments real quick. Kelly says, Madden Simulation said KC. Stephanie Washington, I think it would be cool for Purdy to take all the way, but uh, Anthony Weston, Chiefs 27, San Francisco 24. Unk says KC by one. Um, Stephanie Washington, KC's going to take it with the experience alone. Um, Kelly, if if we don't start strong, it's over. So, yeah, it'll be interesting, though. you know, it's going to be a big game. I think both, you know, both teams are going to pull out some stops. But, yeah, I just feel like Kansas City has that steady hand. And, uh, Marcus, that's a great point. Like, the teams that they beat to get there are well way different if you compare <laughs> the two roads that they had to take. So, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So, all right. That's what's up. That's officially our Super Bowl predictions. We're all going with Kansas City. Um, but I think it should be a good game. Definitely hoping for at least a close game. First quarter, first half, and all that. So, I think the spread is accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think it's accurate in the sense of like when we're talking about 
just like San Francisco's offense, right? That's why they're favored. You know, when you, gotcha. when you look at when you look at players in the sense of who has the more impressive roster, it's obviously San Francisco. So that's that's why they're favored. Because um, on but, paper and by the computer numbers and everything, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But you know, experience the you know the coaching difference, you know the the quarterback difference, right? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, what Brock. We we talk a lot about um, Patrick Mahomes, but Brock Purdy has had a very similar road. You know what I mean? Like taking a starting job and essentially, you know, we don't we can't say for sure they would have beat the Eagles last year, but they definitely beat the brakes off them this year. You know what I'm saying? When they were healthy, so you know he's he's had a ton of success, like the NFC Championship two years in a row, now Super Bowl. You know, you know when he's healthy, so he's been impressive, man. I've definitely definitely been impressed, that's for sure. But yeah. just that that KC team led by the you know the best in the league is hard to go against. It's hard to go against. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, that's what's up. Um, I think next up we'll do our Super Bowl squares. So I'm gonna put this down real quick, and then um, we will do our Super Bowl squares. And Strizzy, you've got the um... yeah, I got a little thing right here. So basically, I'll push it and it'll it'll do it randomly. Okay, sweet. Um, and it'll just do zero through nine. Yeah, zero through nine. Perfect. Okay, cool. So let me share this real quick, and um, we'll do this to kind of round it out. And then I see a one comment I want to come back to for sure. Um, but let me see if you guys can see. All right, you guys can see this. Yeah. So the squares were filled in. At random, basically what I did is made a list of everybody that had a square um, and then assigned a random number to it and sorted it and then put them in that order like into this. Because, you know, obviously if we we're in person or old school party, like you just write your name on a random box. But, you know, we weren't here to do that. And I didn't want to go and like fill them in at random because I just felt like that was weird. So signed a random number and sorted it by that number, smallest to largest. And then that's how these were basically laid into here. So. It's all random from there, and then we're going to randomly, um, you know, assign the numbers. And so, Strizzy, you'll handle that. Um, Marcus, um, or, oh, I don't know if Marcus is with us right now. I was going to say, which, I was going to ask you, um, should we start with the Chiefs or the 49ers? Uh, start with the away team. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, because I think it's the Chiefs, right? <laughs> Chiefs, no, Chiefs. the 49ers are the away team. Actually. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so so we'll start with that. And then, Unc, yeah, he says email uh, can't see screen. Yeah, for sure. Don't worry about seeing the numbers right now. Once we get this done, we're going to lock it in and we're going to send it out via email so that everybody has it. Um, so so no worries with that. We're going to make sure that everybody has it via email or via, uh, you know, if, if, if you don't, if I don't have your email or if you weren't in the Pick'em group, then I'll do it, you know, via text. But don't worry about that. No, no problems at all. Um, we'll, we'll get it over to you. And that's why we want to do it early too, so that everybody has it in pocket. So, um, all right. So we'll start with the away team and we'll just go top to bottom. And so here we go. All right. First number is four. Four. All right. Second number is five. Five. Okay. You want to show it or I don't know if it really matters, but I can do that. Uh, Oh, three. Okay. Four, five, three, seven, seven. Next number is two. All right. Uh, up seven again. Hold up. Two again. Oh. Look at that. Three. three. Four. <laughs> so a chicken part. Wouldn't let me take the ones out. Do the yeah. Do the no duplicates. It's okay. Nine. I will make it nine. That's a new one. Okay. Yep. We have, yeah, we got five up there. One. One. Four. Three. Zero. Zero. Okay. What's What's left? Eight or six? Eight. 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 All right. So six is last. Six will be last. Okay, cool. Right. So the first one for the Chiefs is going to be six again. Oh. Yeah. 
Nine. Oh, you know what I can do? Nine? Oh, no, yeah. I can't do it. Actually, what I can do is go. Shoot. Ooh. All right. At least take that out of it. Six. Okay. Damn. Six. Liking six right now, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not three in a row. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it out loud. Two. Two. Okay. It was the last one, right? Yeah. I can just keep bringing that lower every time it gets to the highest. Two. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Okay. One. One. Two. Three. Three. Okay. I'm getting the low numbers out of there. Two. One. Zero. What's left? Four, five. Four, five, seven. One. Seven. Damn. Oh. That's what I get for not picking numbers, thing. <laughs> five. Okay, five. here we go. All right. Let's just see. No, what we got. Four or seven, I guess. Four and seven? Yeah. Whoops. Four. Five. five. Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> Seven. Five. Okay, there it is. <laughs> four. Okay, nice. cool. All right, so let me save that before we forget. <laughs> okay, so there it is. That's officially our numbers. So what I will do is I will email this out to everyone so everybody has a copy, and I'll yeah. you know I'll make a screenshot of it so that way we can zoom in on it and all that. Um, but yeah, that does. There's our official squares. And we'll do 100 uh, for the first quarter, for halftime, for the third quarter, and for the final. So if it goes into OT, then it's, you know, nothing happens in the fourth quarter. Just going to go to the final score, basically. So we'll get uh, 200 for the final score. So that's what's up. Um, I want to thank everybody for participating throughout the year. We, we have a great time doing our pick em. And so, you know, um, you know, several of these squares were, you know, awarded out via our pick them. So, again, like, you know, um, every year it's gotten bigger and bigger. We appreciate everybody's participation and, and inviting more people in. So Definitely. that's what's up. Very exciting. Oh, Kelly says, love that grandma has a square. Yeah, she grandma Mac always has a square for sure. sure. So she's in there. What number did she get? Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Five and two. OK, okay. we'll see. You know what I'm saying? 15-12 at the end of the half. Who knows? Um, Craig says, nice. Good luck, everyone. Yes, that'll be exciting. I love to have something to root for in the game. You know, that really just kind of helps. Oh, sure. Oh. It, it makes it more fun, too, when, like, your teams aren't in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, yeah. Andrew's team and, and Kelly's team is in it. But, you know, for the rest of us. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. And Anthony Wesson, yeah, he's been spoiled, man. He's been had it in. And they've been in there three times, I think, since we've done been doing our show. So, no. uh, Stephanie Washington, man, I didn't win a single week this year. Tough crowd, I yeah. Didn't we didn't either. <laughs> neither. I think all three of us, though, Stephanie included, I think we all got into the tiebreaker at some point, but none yeah. of us ended up winning any. So, Definitely. we had to buy ours. We had to pony up. So, True. Oh. <laughs> but no, but that's what's up. So that'll be super exciting. Um, yeah, like I said, I'll get this sent out. So that everybody has it. So that's what's up. Um, all right. I think oh, there was a there was a comment on here that I saw that I was gonna bring up. Oh, Anthony Weston says, What about the streaming app collab with ESPN Fox Sports and TNT? I didn't hear about this. Me neither. But I hope it's better than the uh, the ESPN plus app. That app sucks, dog. ESPN plus app is so garbage, bro. They just get rid of it or, or fix it. They do something with it, but it's so bad. I know it, it really is, and it's crazy though. Like, right, every like ESPN is owned by Disney, right? You would think they have good technology. Disney too, though. Like their apps, it's terrible. Seriously. Like Seriously. their their online experience. I'm like, you gotta you gotta get better. Y'all got too so, much money for all this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anthony West says, look it up. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. Um, I would love for like everything to be in one place, or they should start doing something where like the clubs have like an opportunity to do that to where it's like, if I go on to some platform, right? Like, and I subscribe to my team, 
I yeah. should be able to watch every game, regardless yeah, of what channel so is on. Dope. That would be like, so man. They they should have that for fans. Like even if it's like a separate platform, like y'all figure out all who where the money should go. I just want to tune into one channel, right? And right. Watch my show, like and watch my team, like because like that's the hardest part. Is like you now have to have four or five different subscriptions if you want to follow your team throughout the year. It's crazy. And you, know, and you know why that makes so much sense too for them to do for the put their pride aside and do it is because I'm gonna stream it regardless. You know what I mean? So you make zero dollars when every Panther fan in the world who doesn't live in North Carolina streams it from a website. You know what I'm saying? You make no money that way. So why not find a way to at least bring a little bit more you know, money into your pocket, right? But I think that's a that's a genius idea. (laughs) Yeah, no blackouts. No blackouts, too. Yeah, like I don't care what channel it's on, local, not local, just like hook me up, you know. I think they should be able to get that in their rights. And then even if I have to go to, you know, Lakers.com or whatever and just pay them monthly, okay, cool. But at least I'm paying one thing. like Right. I mean, I look at, I mean, I, I don't understand what, what, what YouTube TV had going on with the Phoenix Suns, but I love the idea, the initial idea, you know what I mean, where, where, where uh, gonna put it was basically like, no, nah, no more blackouts. Like, y'all going to be able to stream every Phoenix Suns game because it don't make sense for, you know, people in Phoenix not being able to watch these games. So, you know, I, I love the idea, and I think everyone, everybody should do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, but he got shot down by the NBA because they were like, we can't collect on that. And everybody <laughs> yeah. needs to be able to collectively, we've bargained to, like, share all that revenue. Like, yeah. it's crazy, though, that he was like, I just want to give our games free. And they're like, no, no, you don't even control it. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even, even with, like, YouTube, I'm pretty sure NBA, NBA went to YouTube TV and was like, look, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> no. Somebody's gonna pay us, you know. That's crazy. It's so crazy, but um, but yeah, we we, we got to figure this out. We gotta we gotta um, you know, what I'm saying we gotta rally the troops, you know, start sign some petitions or something, figure this out. Um, nice. but yeah, Unc says 31 teams would agree on this. Cowboys would do something different. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Jerry would be like, you know what? We're gonna have our own. It's gonna be ten dollars a month. It's gonna be on the Cowboys.com. Oh, yeah, the Dallas Cowboy Network. Holds a good channel. one. But his ingenuity and his willingness to do something different is what ended up bringing like so much revenue to the to football because like everybody was just following whatever the NFL would sign up for, and he would do his own thing. Yeah. That's why he ended up naming the naming rights. He started building his own stadiums. They're like, why would you want to build a stadium? You can just rent it from the city. He's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna own everything. Like, yeah, for specs. So, like, oh, man, that was crazy. Oh, Grace brings up a great point here. Happy early birthday, Stephanie. Yep. Yes. Yep. So happy birthday, Stephanie. Uh, hope you enjoy. And uh, definitely Aquarius gang is in full effect. The wave is coming. Uh, so happy birthday to Stephanie Washington. And also uh, happy birthday to my grandma, Millie, too. Today's her birthday. Yeah, um, so birthday. her heavenly birthday. So rest in peace, Grandma Millie. And happy birthday to you, too. So Stephanie, you share a birthday with a very special lady in our family. So that's that's what's up. That's really cool. Um, oh no, you don't share it. It's early. My bad. <laughs> I just started thinking along that train, but okay, my bad. Uh it's Thursday. So you almost share a birthday with a very special lady, but yes, wow. <laughs> that's what's up. All right. birthdays. Yeah, bunch of them coming up. So that's what's up. Um, we will not have a separate secure the bag show later this week. Of course, you know, we, we did our thing. We made our prediction only one game to pick, and we got our Super Bowl squares done. So uh, I'm very excited. And like I said, I'll get that out to everybody so we can, um, you know what I'm saying, start to visualize our numbers a little bit, you know what I'm saying, start to meditate on it, start to speak <laughs> it into existence well before Sunday. Get that good get that good juju out there. So um, <laughs> that's what's up. But, Strizzy, you have anything else you wanted to go out on or, or discuss real quick before we part for the week? Uh, nothing much, man. I was, I was trying to get them free tickets to the uh, – <laughs> To the the, uh, the open, you know what I'm saying, or waste management, but uh, oh, yeah. it didn't work out. So we'll see. I'm looking at the prices; they're not they're not too too bad. Um, you think about going? Maybe we'll see. Man, like you said, February birthdays, dog. My sister's birthday was yesterday. Bond's 16th birthday is a couple weeks. Your birthday, 16th my, my, birthday. Yeah, dude, my middle sister's birthday is Valentine's Day. Like, man, February is wild for me. So we'll we'll see, man. But uh, definitely would want to go. But we'll see see how it works out. But um. But nothing too much, man. Just stay safe out there and you know, enjoy enjoy the Super Bowl this past weekend. And uh you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, that's what's up. And yeah, if you do decide to go be safe, I think Friday and Saturday are already sold out at the open. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So, yeah. Um, 
but that's probably that's good though. Um, and yeah, everybody out there, enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, and we'll have to come back with like your favorite Super Bowl foods. Like we'll have to talk about that next week. And I want to I want to hear what everybody has for the grub. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, next next Tuesday we'll have to break that down as part of a part of our Super Bowl breakdowns. Not only who won and how the game go, but you know what I'm saying. How was the food? That's what I want to know about. <laughs> too. So <laughs> that's what's up. But until next time, yeah. That was episode 232 of Say Like a Champ. It's your boy A-Dub. Your boy Stress. Peace. And for Marcus, Taco Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.